Could I have your attention, please? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Hyped. We are a podcast over wine. Just kidding. We've just we, been. We wish. Yeah, we've just. Maybe that's the next step, but we've yeah. just been drinking a lot of wine, so that's the only knowledge we have so far. Anyway, we are a podcast over the fashion and art industry. We talk about literally any concept within that realm, whether that's photography, modeling, uh, things to do with the magazine, struggles, pros, just advertising. It could get businessy. It could get real artsy. Who knows? We just we just kind of talk here. So that's what we're going to do today. We talk a lot. Yeah. A so <laughs> my name is Jared Kinling. And I'm Josephine. And together we are One Height Mag. We just released our first issue and it is going mm-hmm. just fantastic. We are so excited that it is it has become a reality, honestly. It's been a lot of hard work, but today we actually have a topic that I think that you photographers and you models and anyone who's getting into that kind of just area of the industry may actually benefit from. We are actually going to talk about what the jobs of each are. But instead of talking about from a photographer's point of view what a photographer should be and vice versa for a model, we're actually going to talk about as a photographer, me, Jared Kinley, I think a model should do blank. And as Josephine, she's going to explain to us as a model or or model slash stylist what, what she thinks a photographer should do. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm here so, for. So... Give us a little backstory. You 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 were a model, but you style now. Do you, do you still like modeling, or are you more or less? Do you like? Are you a stylist now? I am definitely more invested into styling now. I still love modeling. I love the art. I love the free movements. I love everything about it. But I think almost my calling into modeling was more to direct me into the styling part of it and the behind the scenes because I love it. I love building something. And when you're a model. You build the photo shoot, too, because you're the face of it. But just seeing all the small details when you get to the other side of it, you truly cherish it more, and you see the excitement of actually building it and the days leading up to it and finally getting that image out there. This has nothing to do with getting better photos, but as a photographer, I highly recommend having a a, a model or a stylist on board because they will hugely increase your product value because your photos just become so much better. And I I can't even explain why. I can just tell you that they know a little bit more than you know, and then you know more than they know. And all of that just combines to where you guys just have an infinite knowledge of creating the perfect photograph and highly recommended having a second person on board. But that is a side topic. That is something we can discuss way, way on later. So today, I want to start off by saying... Everyone thinks that a photographer and model have different jobs. I don't know what it is, but I swear every time I talk to someone else, it's it's just different. No one has a definite answer of what the photographer should be doing and what the model should be doing. And I feel like in the industry, people know, but if you're a starting photographer or model or anyone, or you just don't have a lot of knowledge, you just kind of expect like, yeah, you show up to a photo shoot, you take some pretty photos, the model does some cool movements, the, the photographer like knows how to you know you know measure light and all this stuff and and takes a cool photograph and that's it and that's that's the extent of it but what what really are the jobs and the direct jobs that these creatives have because the reason you have a team is so not one person has to do the job all by themselves so Josie I'm gonna have you start off what in your opinion do you think a 
a, a photographer on on the job needs to be doing? Like when when if you show up as a model, like like you've done before, what do you expect the photographer to have done either previous or during the job? Well, to start off previous, I think just getting everything in order and being organized, placement, the style you're going for, maybe a mood board, anything, just so you can get a feeling of how the shoot is going to go and everything that you need to be prepared for it. Because I always tell models to always be prepared for a shoot. There are models that are so killer that just go to a shoot and they don't practice or they're, they don't think, they don't see inspo photos, and they kill it. But it's always best to... There's moments in a shoot where it can get to the point where you don't really have inspo. Like, you think you've done a lot, but, like, there's still more to do. And just being extra prepared for those shoots is always better than not being prepared. So in your opinion, you think that the photographer should have everything, you know, thought out before the actual shoot begins? Yes, I do think that. Okay. No, well, see, as a photographer, I totally agree. I've learned that as a photographer, my main job is not actually doing the the photography. I mean, that is obviously a huge part of it, but one of the biggest parts of being a photographer for you photographers, if you have not done this, is planning the entire shoot and making sure the location is set and making sure that you have access to this place and you have all the time schedules slot out and all this other stuff. The photographer is 100% the person who is supposed to have just everything thought out. So when you get there, it's just one smooth motion. The model knows her job. The photographer knows her job. The stylist is the one putting on the correct clothes. Like Everyone should have the vision of the photographer because in essence, the photography project is generally made up from the photographer and it's generally from a brand who's like okay we want your vision do this and then the photographer is supposed to make that happen so yes the photographer I, I do believe is the one who's supposed to create and I'm not saying that you can't have maybe your model say hey this would be a cool idea like it's always yeah, awesome it's, it's always nice to have the model send some inspo too just to it kind of verifies that they do get the concept when they do send inspo too or they do send their own like ideas. Yeah, and when it's when when people start sending ideas back and forth, it's so much easier because it's not just one person's idea. Because one person's idea is good, but it may not be just flawless. So whenever you get two people's concepts or three people's concepts, the stylist may have an idea, the makeup artist may have an idea, everyone working together. Everybody working together is just way better than one person. That's once again why you have a team. Yep. It's always best to have a team. Too. No, absolutely. I remember going solo and just saying, oh, it'd be cool if this one chick was like maybe wearing like a swimsuit and we were near like a pool or something. And that was my my only thought towards it. And then having a stylist, having you, it's like, okay, what if we did this and this really creates this kind of vibe? And then if we were here what if she was at doing this, a, a handstand. What if she was doing a, a handstand? Yeah. On a floaty. Yeah. So see, see <laughs> just, just that is so, just so much more creative and productive than oh yeah, it'd be cool if she had like a swimsuit on at like a place with like a grain of sand. Yeah, so so there's that. Uh, let's let's switch topics real fast. I'll come back to you, Josephine, get ready for my next question. But as a model, I've been doing photography for seven years. And I can truly say as a model, I really want you to be the one who knows how to pose. I want you to be the one who has a creative vision of what the 
subject of the photo looks like. I'm not telling you that you need to know what the entire photograph looks like. I just want you to know a semi-aspect photo of yourself in the in in the in the final product. Like when I give you the idea, I want you to already have these poses in mind. I want you to already know how to do this movement. I want you to already have your own creative thoughts. We said in the last episode of Behind the Hype that when we're looking for models, we want to make sure that they have their own creative vision. And if you don't, honestly, I don't want to work with you because if it's just my idea, then it's 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 honestly much more difficult to create a great final product if it's just one person's overall goal. Do you agree? I do agree. I definitely agree on that. I mean, in our last podcast, when we were talking about personality, it kind of goes the same. It's like we want someone to come to the shoots just fully invested and have the excitement for it. And when you have those things, you want to create just as much as the people that are behind the scenes of it. So that means you have pretty much instant inspiration. Yeah, and that's right. And and the reason I say this is because I've been to a ton of of just photography walks where they have the models or I've been to a lot of like how to pose quote unquote classes and, and things like that. And just that's just me getting to know people and, and understanding other photography aspects. But these people are showing you how to pose and they're teaching, okay, well, if the model doesn't know how to pose, well, here's the thing. If you're doing a big project and the model doesn't know how to pose, that is so much extra work. Have clearly chosen the wrong, wrong model because yeah, that's so much extra work. If you're like, okay, make this perfect triangle with your arm, arch your back, make sure like, like you're doing all this. Now, now I'm not telling you as a photographer, you're not supposed to be lazy. You don't get to be lazy as a photographer because you're technically the photographer and director if you don't have a director on site. You need to be sure that if 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 the model is maybe doing something strange or maybe just needs to go the extra length and you're like, okay, maybe arch your back a little bit more or maybe push your hair this way. That That is your job, but you do not need to be doing every single pose for pose. When we are shooting models, I even tell them, hey, if it feels awkward, it doesn't look awkward to us because since we are behind the camera and there is an extra person, me, the stylist, I will tell them when it looks weird. Jared will tell them, being the photographer, if it looks weird. But if it feels weird, sometimes it doesn't look weird. So that's always a tip for the models out there. Yeah, and I mean, I I can't imagine the amount of times where there's been a model that's been like this this kind of like feels a little awkward i'm like okay cool they may feel awkward from their angle but the photographer is never at the angle that the model thinks they are so mm-hmm. it, it looks totally different it may not look good you could be doing a horrible pose and the photographer would be a horrible photographer but whenever you have two people who know what they're doing Generally, magic happens, which is why I think the photographer needs to know settings. They need to know how to make sure the photo and the composition is great. But then the model is the one who's supposed to be actually being the subject, actually being the art piece in the subject. Yes. Um, This doesn't mean that you have to have two people behind the scenes of it. I mean, you as a photographer could do both jobs. You can style and you can photograph. It doesn't mean that you need this whole group, especially if you're starting out photography. Like, Yeah, I didn't have any of that. Yeah. We'll see. see how he turned out. Yeah. So much better. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, this doesn't mean that we're saying that you have to have another person on board. You can do all this stuff and you can learn each thing. It's just taking your own route and don't listen so much of the tips out there. Yeah, because every photographer gives you tips, but they're, they are generally tips that they have learned in their own creative fields. And if you're in their creative field, maybe take it for a grain of salt, but you cannot take every different photographer's advice for concrete evidence because you are always in your different situation, you're in your different environment, you're in a different place, etc. that you just need to take into account your own personal experience. You need to make sure if you are actually doing a professional gig, you need to go based off of your knowledge and your experience, not something that maybe you heard somewhere down the grapevine. And that's a big thing. So to me, models need to be able to pose themselves and know what they look like in front of the camera. I've had new models come to, uh, especially the One Height Mag page, saying, hey, I want a model. And before I even step foot in the door to shoot with them, I say, look yourself in the mirror and learn a just ton of facial expressions. And Josephine is looking at me with a strange face, and that's because I learned that from her. <laughs> she, she told yes. me when she was learning modeling that she was made to look into the mirror and express herself to herself so she knows her facial home, movements. I went home, and this sounds like a long time, but I went home and I stared at myself for an hour or two in the mirror and I learned what looked odd, what looked beautiful, and just my angles and like the shapes of my face and like the expressions I can do. Because even the last podcast, how I said, we want to see you mad, happy, sad, hilarious different things we want to see that and it's always it's so good when a model like learns that and just learns her body learns her face because that means you could tell her to do something and she'll go and do it because she knows her angles and she knows if I do this I'm gonna look hot and like confidence is always key and that always builds your confidence when you are learning yourself and you're admiring your body so tips for new models basically Know what you look like without a mirror. And if the photographer doesn't show you any photos, know that you yourself nailed that pose. And that's that's the biggest thing is that for models, make sure you, you just know what you look yeah. like. Make yep. sure that you can do a glance, do a pose, do a smile, do a frown without the, the need of seeing yourself. And be, that's because you don't get to see yourself a lot of the times. If you're out in a in a desert doing a photo shoot, you think that photographer is going to carry a, a 10 foot mirror for you to see yourself? No, no, that, that would be no. ridiculous. Maybe the photographer can show you some photos, but you know what? What if they're shooting film like we do? You're not getting those photos until and later. And you tricked by Jared saying, hey, you want to see the Yeah, I'm like, there, hey, check no the back. And, and some people say, hey, there's nothing there. And I'm like, yeah, that's because it's film. It's film. It's film. Drops mic. Drops mic. <laughs> But basically, yes, the, the, the model needs to know how to pose. And that does not, once again, I said this already, that does not let the photographer off the hook. I'm not telling you that the photographer needs to know how to do all these strange poses because the photographer is not going to look good. I, every so often, do poses for models so they semi-know what I'm talking about. And I tell them before, you are going to look way it better than I do. Hilarious when Jared I'll get down gets on the ground. On the floor and arches his back I'll get down on the ground with, with, with my <laughs> with my chacos and I'll throw my semi long hair in the wind. And I want them to get a picture. It's pretty hot though. Yeah, I mean, I try to be. So 
I try and get them to have a picture of what I want them to look like. So photographers, I'm not telling you to go to not go the extra mile to show your models what you want exactly, but the model should know how to move. And let me tell you a sure tell sign of if they are not a real model. And when I mean real model, I mean a model who's actually making money through their art is when you ask, hey, do you have any ideas? What are some inspo like ideas or what are some poses you think would look interesting for this look? If they ever say words that sound anything like this, I have no idea. Or I'm just going to leave that up to you. You need to probably just never work with them again. <laughs> and I'm not, I, that sounds um, harsh that this, it does, but this, it's, it's a serious part about our industry. You need people who are constantly inspiring you. This industry is very creative and that's basically what it is built on. Um, creativity. Creativity and confidence. And when we hear that, it's not a thing where it's like, oh, like she doesn't have any ideas. Like, yeah, it's, we're the people that are building this shoot. Like, we need to have the ideas, so maybe just let that slide. No, you're creating art. You're not just going and... I keep saying, like, stuff that applies to the last podcast, but you're not going out there to look pretty and get good photos so you can finally have something to post on Instagram because you haven't posted in a week. It's to build art. It's nothing else. So when you are fueling the creative process that goes into building a shoot, like, that just... That is everything because, like I said, this industry is built off of creativeness and confidence. So when we hear that, it's just, it's not there. Yeah, exactly. And photographers, you're probably thinking, well, every time I'm on a shoot, I, I'm i the one directing. And you know, that's cool. Direct all you want. But if the model is giving you nothing in return, then you, you understand what I'm talking about. You understand how much of a struggle it is to actually get the correct pose you're looking for. The subject is the most important part in a photograph because you could have the exposure nailed down, but if the expression and the pose and just the the action isn't there, then there it's really worthless, honestly. It could be the yeah. best-looking photograph, but it just it will not matter. And as soon as you new photographers or or any photographers that have not experienced a model who's like hey i have an idea it's it's honestly an awesome thing whenever you two can bounce off ideas and this isn't even during the shoot if you're planning a shoot and you have maybe the model and a stylist in a group chat and everyone sending these ideas it it just becomes magic instead of just the photographer being like oh i think this might be a great idea it, blah 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 it definitely builds a relationship too because I know as when I started, it it was kind of nerve-wracking. I was kind of nervous when I would go to new shoots, but the conversation before the shoots would always make me feel comfortable because you're talking like you guys are friends and you're just bouncing off these ideas and you're being creative together and it kind of just makes magic. Okay, so we basically have, as a photographer, you need to be the one who obviously knows your settings, you know what you're doing, etc. But also, you're the one who should be planning the shoot. By the time everyone gets to that shoot, every single body in the team needs to know what they're doing. And if they don't, then you failed somewhere along the line. As a model, we have decided that, in, in our personal opinion, let's just say that, let's go ahead and state that, 
The model needs to know how to pose. The, the model yes. has to have some creative ability, and if they don't, then then I, I would honestly ditch them. I taught Jared this in the beginning when I started styling about times of shoots, too, um, which usually when a shoot is more, unless it's a big project, when a shoot is more than two hours, that's when you can kind of tell it's been a little rough with the creative process. But when it when the model knows how to pose and you know what you want and like you guys both have a creative process, all three of you guys, the whole group has creative process. It always goes so fast because you guys are just flowing with imagination of like what you guys want. And it's an easy job. It's, it's fast. It's easy. And just sometimes when we have models that don't really have that creative flow, the shoot lasts longer than we really want it to. We've had shoots last for hours and it's not because, because and it's not because we're constantly shooting. It's because I'm like, hey, can you do this? And in the and we're trying to explain it to them. Which this is not saying shoots should be short, but they shouldn't be hours long unless you are doing a full campaign, just a whole lookbook of something. That's understandable. But when you're going with this one idea this girl in a workout room with sweatbands and a high-waist one-piece swimsuit, that needs to be knocked out within 45 minutes because that is just helpful. And that's another thing, too, is, like, when the shoe goes that short, you can actually build a relationship with this model slash photographer, and you guys can continue to shoot and make magic. And even with me, I love getting to talk to the girls that we shoot with and that we pick because I want to get to know them. I don't want to just hire somebody and say, hey, we want to shoot with you, and then, oh, you're done. You can go home. No, I don't want to do that. I want to build relationships with these people. So it's just networking and being social and just talking to them like, hey, like, how long have you been modeling? How long have you been doing photography? Like, that's always the best when you get to know someone that you're working with because isn't it, isn't it weird to you if, like, you don't get to know them? It, it definitely does get kind of awkward if you just kind of go from, like, meeting to shooting. But basically, the time should be spent, if you're going to spend hours, it should be spent creatively, not coaching is the biggest thing. Yeah. And we, I mean, we shot with girls, especially, so let, let me just say this real fast. If you're doing a test shoot or a model portfolio shoot on a brand new model, if, if, Everything has been stated, hey, I'm a new model, I need photos, that is totally acceptable for you to be coaching through. Or if this is a class, coaching through is fine. But we're talking about actual realistic projects that are going in magazines, that are going in ads for advertising agencies, etc. So I just wanted to point that out real fast. But all the time that you spend, especially if it's hours, should be creatively not coaching on people. Because there's been times where we have literally spent coaching people who are like, oh, does this look okay? Is this fine? You should know if it looks okay if you're the model. But I feel like we chatted a lot about the model. I, I've had, I've always had that to say because I always have people come to me and be like, my photos are are not doing so great, blah, blah, blah. And I look at their photos and and technically they look really good. But when I see that model, I'm just like, wow. And I tell them the subject that you're working with is just not right. And if they were to actually spend time finding a good subject, they could spend less time either trying to edit or worrying about whether it's going to look good. So Josie, let me ask you real fast. Do you ever get annoyed at a photographer who is constantly fumbling around with settings or is constantly spending just hours? Okay, maybe not hours. That would be a little ridiculous. <laughs> 30 minutes setting up lights. 
Um, I mean, this is kind of half and half. I do, but I don't. The part of me that says I do is you should have been prepared like the models prepared. Um, the part of me that says I don't is with lighting and everything that I've learned, it can change within a minute. Um, I what do if you're understand in a studio? that. And then it, in a studio? Yeah, what if you're in a studio and the photographer's just spending... Like, oh, no, the light doesn't look good. Let's try this. Or, no, 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 the light doesn't look good. Let's try this. What, is, does it get frustrating? Um, yes. I'll just say yes with this. Um, it does get frustrating, especially. It's just more being prepared and just knowing, like, how it's going to shoot. And then just doing your research of how your lighting works. And, like, maybe you have a darker skin model or a lighter skin model. Like, yes, lighting can apply to those skin tones, but you should do your research and maybe ask her recommendations and just as much as the model is doing, you should do the same. I think that's the whole point of this podcast yeah. too. Both people are putting in 50-50 or 100-100. Yeah, there you go. Make 200%. Yeah. Um, and this is, we've kind of blasted the models who, who, for lack of better words, don't know what they're doing or aren't true models but i think it's time to kind of blast the photographers there are photographers yes. out there who just picked up a camera and, and they're like i'm gonna be a photographer i'm gonna this be a is, photographer this is my new career and i would like to say a lot of curse words but i i'm gonna control myself it pisses me off the amount of people who just pick up a camera and just instantly go into thinking they're professional and thinking that they can charge and and all this other stuff and it's wasting time for people for other people. And I love people that get to actually get to pursue photography, who actually try photography. I, I love the fact that it's so easy for people now. But it's frustrating whenever th those photographers give real photographers a horrible rep. And I've... I am so sorry that I keep bringing in the last podcast as kind of inspiration for this one. But just like I said when I can tell a model has genuine intentions about what they want to create, the art they want to do, and just what they want to represent, it goes the same and applies the same to photographers. You have to go in full-heartedly. And yes, photography might be easy to pick up a camera and get started with it, but to actually build your foundation is hard, and you have to keep going, and you have to keep striving to make your name known and, and and be a good photographer. Yeah, and the thing is, no longer is the time where being a model you can just learn all these poses, or being a photographer that you just instantly know how to shoot in manual, like in a split second, blah blah blah. Anyone can learn these things. Mm -hmm. What they can't learn is creativity or what's in the photographer's yeah. head, and that's the thing that sells. Is not actually you just the, have to go into it full heartedly. Yeah, it's not how good the is, photo is; it's how creative it is. You just have to know that this is what you want to do and you want to get into, and not just oh, I'm going to do this for fun, and then I'm going to quit within a year and a half. Yeah, and the reason I brought up the lighting is because the amount of times we've been on a photo shoot and a photographer, or sorry, a model is like, I love that we could just come here and just come shoot and get good photographs. They were telling, that they've told us stories about how they've waited for 30 minutes to an hour of a photographer just adjusting lights. And you know what? If you're a photographer and you're going to adjust lights that much, get an assistant, practice on the assistant, and don't have the model show up until you're ready. When we are on a shoot, like, I'm the one that's behind the camera for a second because Jared is getting his light meter and he's getting everything together so he can be prepared for the model. Just think of the model as a movie actor. You don't want 
especially if you're paying them and you're paying them by the hour, even if you're not, a great a great way to to work on your timing is to think, what if you're paying this person a thousand dollars an hour? Are you really gonna spend your thousand dollars setting up lights, getting your lighting correct, getting your settings right? No. You're gonna have that done way before she or he gets there. Yep. And and you're gonna be set. That's the way to do it. So you know what? I think we kind of—I think we've done pretty good at bashing both sides. I think we've been an even. Do you have it? Do you have any other just small things that maybe when you show up to a photo shoot, a photographer should be doing? <laughs> I think being clear about everything, every minor detail of the shoot should be addressed before the shoot. We tell our girls what makeup we want, what hair we want. If I'm not doing it, we tell them what we want just so we can be clear that they don't come with funky makeup when it's a, you know, you're lounging around the house type of shoot. Um, or you don't have any makeup on when it's a, you're out at a roller skate rink. Yeah. <laughs> Just random things like that. It does, when you do clear up those minor details, it makes it even more perfect. Um, I think during the shoot, just you having a personality just as much as the model does really affects how the shoot goes because then they get more comfortable they they just kind of loosen up and start to become themselves yeah they do which also brings out creativity because we've had girls um that we set up shoots with and at first they're kind of quiet and you know there's a lot of people like that but then after 15 minutes of just talking they're they're talking their asses off yeah they're they're telling us everything and i love that because imagine being at a shoot if you're listening to this and you, you're not into it or but you're thinking about getting it, imagine being in a shoot and you're saying like three words every five minutes to each other. It's awkward. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I I wouldn't want to be a part of that. That That is awkward. That's weird. I just, it's cringy, you know? And But this goes for both sides, model and the photographer. And for us, this goes for all three sides. Um, I don't want to be there quiet. So I'm always jumping in. I'm saying stuff, you know? Um, I think it's different when there's a makeup artist or an actual hairstylist because, you know, they're not really there for the shoot. They're there for before. But even so, they need to have personalities too because it's just weird when it's quiet. It's kind yeah. of just and having it, a, a work job and you have one other coworker and you're in a building or the same room for nine to five and you're not talking to each other. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, here's a tip for photographers just off of that topic. Don't just if whenever you first see the model, don't just jump into talking about the shoot. Don't just jump into talking about photography. Just ask them about themselves. Be a be a normal person. If if How you're they started horrible at small talk, watch a bunch of YouTube videos and learn. It's what's just their it's not interest? hard. You can ask any questions like how they started, what's their interest, um, what is their goal for modeling? And this doesn't mean that you need to write down questions and just like look at the board and be like, okay, and he asks this, and he asks this. Just random questions that actually applies to what you know so far about them so you can learn more. Because every single time we have a shoot, which we love it, every time we have a shoot, we have the model asking us, oh, how long have you guys been doing this? And it gives us time to share more intimate details about us so they feel bold enough to say what they want to say about themselves and like that's how you create a relationship and that's how if you have a bomb ass model 
it makes it even better to have a second shoot or third shoot with that person. Yeah. Well, I've literally started off a conversation with, man, the weather is shit today. <laughs> it's just random stuff. Just be a normal human yeah. being is so easy. So, um, yeah, I think as a photographer, you're definitely the one in charge of making sure everyone knows what's going to happen beforehand. Everyone knows the details, knows makeup, hair, if there's nudity, if there's no nudity, um, what to come prepared for. And once everyone's there, make sure everyone is just friendly with each other. That is definitely the photographer's job, no doubt. Um, and if you don't want to be the one to do it, make sure you have an assistant to do it because that, that's an important job. Which I'm I'm stylist slash assistant because that's right. Jared has terrible memory loss. So. That's right. I do have terrible yeah. memory. Um, another thing I think is like a good tip for photographers is playing music and hell, even asking the model. Just don't be silent. What, what type of music do you want? Because there's been times where I've been to a shoot. There's no, I learned how to model with a photographer that played music constantly. And I love that because you don't understand how freely or how music loosens you up because you could be there dancing for a second. And that's, you know, you're stretching and you don't even know it. And like, hey, I want to do this random pose because that song is making me feel that type of way. And it's always best, especially if it's the music that they really like, which we always ask model, hey, is there any recommendations that you have? Not asking for songs, but any like genre of music you like. And they say it and we're like, all right. And we play it because we have a thousand playlists yeah, to we play have, from. Yeah, and, we like music. And if you don't, just you have Spotify. You have oh, endless yeah, Spotify, on, Apple put Music, on a list. Pandora. It is Pandora still a thing? <laughs> I haven't downloaded still, but I don't ever click it. And the last time I clicked it was like a year ago. So, no, Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> so just, okay, just to forget that topic. Music. Bring back Pandora. To yeah, bring, hashtag bring back Pandora 2019. Coney 2019. Pandora's over party. <laughs> this is getting well off topic. Yes. Um, We're tired. I th yeah, we are tired. Um, okay, so let's kind of wrap this up. So basically, we have chatted about what a model thinks a photographer should be doing during a photo shoot and even before a photo shoot. And a photographer, me, we have chatted about what I think a model should be doing before and after a shoot. So to sum that up, basically, I think a model before the shoot should be creative and throwing ideas out and, and just being being just another site of inspiration. Looking and in that, the mirror, getting just looking at inspo, even if you're not sending it or you're not sharing it, look at Do it on inspo. yourself. Do some research. Yeah, you should be doing that as a, as a model. And, you know, that's not even a big deal for me. During the photo shoot is the biggest deal for me because that's when your time is to shine. If you are constantly needing me to tell you if you look good or if you're doing the right pose or or worse, what pose should you be doing, that's when I know I probably fucked up or somewhere along the line. <laughs> I, I chose wrong. And if I did, that means Josephine's going to actually replace you because, yeah, I mean, honestly, oh, that's happened. Um... Well, Roasted. it's just, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Um, uh, yes, I, at, I Especially for a new photographer who doesn't know that a model should be the one knowing how to model. It makes sense, but mm -hmm. not a lot of photographers actually think about that. Yes. So during the photo shoot is the biggest thing for me for models, knowing how to model, knowing what my image is. 
And speaking of that, the photographer should be the one who is giving the correct information as to what the actual photography session is over. Who is getting the whole shoot prepared too. I mean, yes, we talked about building together, but you should have the time. You, you should, should have, have the, the base lighting. knowledge. You should have everything together before the shoot actually happens. And sometimes it's best even to have it prepared before you find your model just so you can talk about those things and you can be clear, like I said, giving every single detail to the model. So that's basically, I guess, the the summary of this entire podcast. I'm sure there's a lot more I could think of, but honestly, the last few days since that last podcast, I've been thinking about this kind of topic, what what photographers and models think that each um, creative should be doing during the photo shoot and, and before and after the photo shoot. So I really wanted to get that down and chat it about because I know a lot of people don't actually know, like I said, especially new photographers and new models, they don't understand the process of how things work. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you have any other questions that we did not get to, or if you just have just another random topic you want us to chat about, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email over at OneHypedMag or OneHypedMag.com, just anywhere. Just get in contact with us. We love chatting about really anything along this topic, and that's why we really started doing this podcast. It's because, you know, we just love talking, and we love drinking wine and then talking. Because sometimes it just, it just sounds better to us during that time. Yep. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening once again. Thank My you. name is Jared Kinley. My name is Josephine, your stylist at One Hyped Mag. Yeah, if you can't tell, we are tired. Anyway, guys, <laughs> have a nice day. Yeah.